want to welcome you to the Empowering You Nurses show. And I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, and I'm excited to have you because I know you have grown over the years when I taught you. And I'm just excited to have you on the on the show. So Thank what you. I would like you to do at this time is to tell us a little about yourself, identify yourself, and just tell us a little about how your nursing has been, and then we'll shift off to some other topics. Okay. All right. All right. So my name is Mariliana Manaya. I'm I, and I'll tell you a little bit of background about my um, upbringing in order to understand um, sure, my sure. who I am. I other young nurses are born, you know, to know who I am to see how everything kind of fell into place. Um, so I I grew up um, in the Bronx, um, New York City, in the Bronx, um, with a single mom. Um, older brother. So it was just me and my brother. Um, my mom comes from the Dominican Republic, um, as an immigrant. Um, she came here and, um, you know, she was on welfare. Um, she was on welfare, um, trying to raise her children, but she did, um, go into school. Um, she went to Oslo's community college, um, to get some education and bring herself up and learn the language, learn the English language. Wow. Um, and she did. She graduated with honors. Um, uh, but of course being young, I wasn't looking at any of this. I was just like, oh, that's good. That's great. Um, and I just kind of, you know, um, I never tapped into the fact of, you know, how much of an effect not having a father in my life it was causing. Um, I was just kind of just, oh, that's good. Good. You went to school. I'm so glad. What an example. And that was it, you know, um, So, yeah, so she graduated with honors. She actually had the opportunity to have some uh, different sorts of job opportunities that came her way. Mm -hmm. Um, But she said no to them because she wanted to be with us. Um, She wanted a job that would provide her time to just be spending time with her children. Excellent. so, so she said no to these very, you know, well-paying positions. Um, she says, I, I want to be with my children. They only have me. So I want to be there once they get home, once they're out of school by 3.30. Wow. Um, so, I mean, she, she graduated with lots of honors and she had all these opportunities and she said no to them. So, I mean, now I understand that as an adult, I didn't at the time. I was just like, oh, okay, why wouldn't you take that? You know, of course, <laughs> being young, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's my transition happened. Um, I was always very uh, extroverted, an extroverted young young lady. So I was always making friends and I was always very curious into the way other people lived and their household, what it was composed of. Not sure if I was seeking in that, um, you know, in that moment of trying to figure out, um, you know, what, what, what did another family, nuclear family look like? Um, and, uh, and I was always very curious. I was always a research kind of person. Um, so that happened, went to school, started going to school. Um, by the time I was in high school, I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit. I can go into details. Okay. But, um, uh-huh. I understand. Um, yeah, definitely. So uh, I started going to high school. So then my mom was um, kind of viewing me and my brother hanging around the wrong type of crowd, if you know what I mean. Um, not the right type of people she would, you know, friends that she would want around us. And then she took us and we moved to Washington Heights in New York City. Um, to this, um, uh, section eight, uh, uh, two bedroom apartment, super small. Um, and, uh, where there was like one bedroom, there was a bedroom that was made into a bedroom, if you know what I mean, but it wasn't supposed to be a bedroom. Right. So, yes. But uh-huh. anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we went through lots of different situations, um, hunger, everything. You know, here people, you are. 
Yeah, but here I am. Here I am. And um, ah, so then high school started cutting class. Love to cut class. I never, I never wanted to be. You know, I was like, oh, this is boring. This is not like for me. You know, um, lots of different transitions started hanging around another type of crowd as well. So my mom thought she was gonna kind of bring me out of an environment. She put me in another one, and of course, I was giving her just. You know, um, just hanging around with with not a good crowd, you know. Um, So yeah, yeah. Um, So that happened, and then after that, um, I said my mom was a nurse back in the Dominican Republic, and that's how I entered the nursing. I knew I was always, despite my not wanting to pay attention, I was always helpful if someone was in need. Right. So I was always, I always had that part of me to like want to solve an issue or take care of someone. Um, if I saw like an elderly person, like I was the one, my family would call me, you know, Hey, I got this going on, but I couldn't be there for myself, but I was, I was able to like adapt and be there for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Despite all the things that were going on inside of me and all my behaviors were like, you know, um, that was it, like it match. The, yeah, it didn't match what I was giving to someone else didn't match what I was doing in my own personal life. So then the cutting of the class, the going out, um, I said to myself, oh, you know, finally, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. And I said, oh, I love helping people. I want to go into nursing. You mm-hmm. know, I saw my mom as an example. She was an amazing nurse. Um, still kind of carried that with her. She was a pediatric nurse in the Dominican Republic for, for 25 years plus. And they worked with like the, the low, you know, in the low income. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so I saw that I always had that within, in me, inside of me. I always loved what she, you know, uh, the type of experience she had. And um, so I said, Oh, I know what I want to do. I want to do nursing, but many of my behaviors were still erratical. I wanted right. to go out. Mm-hmm. I wanted, so half of me knew that I wanted to go into the nursing field, but the other half wasn't obedient to what I was telling that side of me that this is what I'm going to do. There was no seriousness behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I go to um, BMCC. I apply to their nursing program. Um, so when I, I would always like, when I focus, I know that I can do it. But if I have some sort of other distraction, it's like, yeah, you know, there was no straight concentration. Um, so I get accepted into the nursing program and I'm all like, oh, I'm going to do this. This is awesome. You know, nurses, you know, they do really well for themselves. They can, you know, I also had in the back of my mind, um, you know, I guess because of what I went through experience, um, your body. Correct. Correct. Um, so I get into nursing school. Here I am. Um, I believe it was the second semester. I went through the first semester. It was taking my butt. I was like, wait a second. I'm not liking this. I can't go out. Like it's affecting my own personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand the seriousness of it or the extent of how in depth, you know, the, what it takes from me. Yeah. So, um, but I still kept going. I'm that type of person determined. Ah, I'm still going to do it. You know, even though I can still go out at night and still, you know, um, have these relationships, you know, um, that were n- not good. Um, so then after that, um, I experienced um, going into the second semester. So once I'm in the second semester, I continue to believe that the same behaviors that I had that first semester, I was going to be able to keep up with it the second semester. Lo and behold, big surprise. I get to that, um, not surprised, like half of me wanted to say, oh, yeah, that was a huge surprise. But the other half really knew, like, <laughs> You're not applying what your, you know, what your goals are. You're not behaviorally applying them. There's a difference between I want to do something and your mind and your body actually 
saying, yes, I'm going to do it. And for the two to unite for you to get that task done or that goal accomplished. Um, so of course I learned that now, <laughs> but before you know, I was like, mom, I know all of that now. Yes. Yes. Um, so, so what happens? I fail out. I fail out of nursing school. And for me, it was like the biggest because I was already used to having a sort of behavior, which was, I wouldn't say like a two-faced, but it was almost like I was living a life this way, going out, doing my own thing. And then I thought that I was going to be able to go into school and be like, okay, let's, let's get to work, you know? Yeah, the grades, exactly, the grades. And um, so I thought I kind of got away with it the first semester. Once the second semester came by, mm-mm. I literally failed out of nursing school. And um, and it was one of those moments where it's like it humbled me to the point of understanding that, no, you cannot live your life behind a mask. You can't mask your life. What I was doing, I was putting this big mask on myself and saying, I can live this life here, but I can also live it this way. And it it doesn't work that way. It didn't work. It didn't align at all. It it didn't, it didn't align whatsoever. Not one bit, not one bit. Um, So when did you actually get merciful? Yes. yes. When did you really get serious about it and decided to go back? So finally, I went through lots of depression, um, lots of depression because I, I, I had made friends and they were continuing to, 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 but they were serious about what they were doing. So I went into serious depression. I had to find my lowest moment, um, where that lowest moment was the one that I said, all right, I, I, what am I going to do with my life? And I didn't enter nursing school again right away. I took, I, I was like, I need a breather. I went through so much spiritually. I started working on myself then. Um, that was the moment that I started saying, I need okay. to work on myself. I need to, I need to learn to love myself. I wasn't loving myself. I was putting up a mask that I was. Um, it's like, you know, uh, the way I was treating myself was not love. Um, so, so then, yeah, then I started, um, just joining support groups, like, um, in my spiritual community, um, getting to know who I am. Um, understanding that I had a lack. I had a, a hole in my heart from not having a father figure in my life. Um, and kind of understanding and through lots of prayer and, you know, and many other people praying that, you know, the Lord touches me in so many different ways. I started kind of gaining more spirituality in my life. Um, and that allowed me to, you know, to start looking at myself differently. Um, start looking in the mirror differently. I started, um, you know, just addressing little things. yourself more. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so then that's what, you know, the transition, I think one continues to evolve. It doesn't end. Right. Um, someone can say, oh, yeah, you're done. You're who you are. No, it's a process, it's a process. Um, that yeah. we continue on a daily basis. Every day we're walking towards wanting more and being better. Um, so then that's when I said, you know what? How about we do things after that internal healing, which I'm still healing from? Um, I started gaining more insight. I started fixing my relationships first before focusing on a goal a lot of people jump they so so many people we can jump to that goal without fixing internally what's happening and what's going on within us inside mm-hmm. of us and um, that's when we encounter all these different sorts of situations um uh but but so going back to the to the story i uh, actually uh, at this time you're actually back in school now when you actually decided to go back to so the healing although, yes. although the healing is in progress but after you reach a certain point in it you decide desired to go back to school and you returned 
Tell correct, us about correct. that. Correct. So, so I grab myself and I, I start filling myself up with, um, you know, with, with good positive people around me. And I say, you know what? I can do this. Um, man doesn't decide that I'm not going to be a nurse. I know it was always within me. It was just the focus and the love, the self love that wasn't there. Um, so I decided to go into LPN and become a licensed practical nurse. I said, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do this a little bit different. You know, I'm going to do this little by little. Let's become an LPN and let's see what happens. Let, you know, let this passion evolve. Let this, let this career, you know, take its, 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 its path. Mm-hmm. Let it walk, you know? Um, and that's what I started doing. So I went into LPN school and, um, you know, I graduated successfully, um, as an LPN. Um, with honors, um, because I was focused. I knew that I wanted really to get focused. this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, I, I learned my lesson. I was like, no, I was like, I'm getting into this, you know, money, you know, loans, school loans, right? Because it's not like anyone was, you know, paying for them. So school loans and things of that nature. So after I became an LPN, I started working as a school nurse. So I was the school nurse. Um, and I did, I've always been a workaholic. Like I've always liked to work, um, very hands-on, very, involved um, in the community. I love teaching um, preventive care. I was always that person. Hey, you know, if you do this, this can help X, Y, and Z. So um, I went in and I became a school nurse, but also I also had another per diem position as a home care nurse. So um, as an, an LPN, you know, uh, so I would go into the members homes. I would do assessments with them. Um, so these were like home care companies that would hire like LPNs and RNs. So I did that for about, I would say, three years or so. And then um, an opportunity arise where the school that I was going to for my LPN, they said, hey, we're opening up an LPN to RN program. And I was like, oh, wow. okay, mm-hmm. here we go. We're going to do this again. You know, I was already, I had my hands in there, you know, already working in the field right. already, mm-hmm. you know, with patients, with the population. So I knew like the passion was definitely there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lives were being changed. I was being, you know, uh, requested and here and opportunities and jobs and everything else. And I was like, okay. I can see myself furthering my education and like vividly living this passion of being a nurse. Um, so then um, I went into the program and I completed my LPN to RN and I graduated and became a registered nurse. Um, I got my license in New Jersey and also New York. So, um, you know, work anywhere of those the, two. Yeah. The opportunities, the opportunities, just expanding the opportunities. So I always had like an entrepreneurship kind of savviness as well. Besides like the nursing, I always loved to like empower. That was my thing. Like, all right, you're on the right track. (laughs) Anyone that I would bump into, I said, come on, you can do it. I said, let me tell you a little story. And I would get them into, you know, what I went through and everything. And I, so, so lots of empowerment throughout the whole process. Um, and I still do. Anytime I bump into, I'm like, well, what do you enjoy? You know, I'm like assessing someone without even, you know, they're like, oh, hi, you my are, name is. You're on top of it. You're on top of it. I'm on top of it. I'm like, come on, you know, let's go. What, what do you enjoy? What are you passionate about? There's a business. There's a, you know, so always that entrepreneurship. Um, so after that, I, I, my career just skyrocketed. Um, I actually just ended up. Just soaring, huh? So when, when I met you at school, tell us a little about that. It was amazing. You what were one course, of those professors. What, course, what were you doing at the time? Do you remember? So before, actually, before I actually had gotten, let me backtrack a little bit more because I'm talking more about the nursing experience. But right. before that, 
I always found it very, um, uh, very um, appealing to know about an individual's behavior. So I actually went back. I was in Mercy College before even the nursing, and I was doing some classes. You know, I had registered. I was doing some general classes. But that's when I, I was doing on um, behavioral. I remember a behavioral science degree, behavioral science and a minor in healthcare management degree before the nursing. Even though everything was going on, it was, see, I had, a, um, I had my behavior was, oh, since I completed this while I had, while my own personal life wasn't where I wanted it to be, I can continue to do that with nursing. So let me backtrack because I did have that experience in Mercy College before the LPN and before the, Okay. And that's when I met okay. you. I remember meeting you when I was doing, um, uh, it was yes. one of, uh, yes, cultural. Yes. 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 Cultural. Yes. Yes. And, um, and you had this way about you that was just, you know, phenomenal. You were very like motivating, but you didn't have to say much, but everything behaviorally was there. Um, the critical thinking that you would impose, like impose on, on the, on the, but not impose, but like kind of, you know, you can make someone think without even saying something, you know, like, you know, just a comment would go a long way, you know? Um, so I remember that's when I met you and, um, and I, and I got your number and I had, I said towards the end, I said, you know, let's stay in contact. I want to, um, for like, you know, I want to know how you're doing in the future. And um, we just clicked. I think there was a paper that I wrote towards the end, and it talked about disparities, um, which is interesting because it comes to light now um, mm. for me. At that moment, it was more writing without actually living it um, and understanding it and applying it. Um, so I was just writing, but it still made sense. But now like, I'm like, it's so, it. yes, yes, I'm living it. It's so vivid. Um, so... Yes, yes. It was something that uh, I cherished, but that was, yeah, I remember very clearly just going through that. And then, um, you know, even though I still needed to mature in so many different ways, you know. That's um, okay. That's okay. <laughs> it's a process. It's a process. So from your experience now, you have evolved. You have been doing great. You have gone through different stages. And where are you now? So now at the moment, um, so I am, I am doing my nurse practitioner. <laughs> so congratulations. I am, thank congratulations. you so much to become an MP. I have one year left. Um, so graduation of January, 2023. Um, I'm currently doing my clinical rotations um, at the moment, mm-hmm. which is very exciting because I am, uh, I'm able, the Lord has given me the grace to be able to be in um, a community where I'm working with the very low income population. And then, you know, you can see the disparity when you work in healthcare and you work in a different population. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I mean, this paper that I wrote years ago has completely come to life now. And it's something that I'm like, oh my gosh, it completely is vivid. It's palpable. You can touch it. You can touch what I wrote in, in that paper at this time, um, just experiencing how much of a disparity there is um, from self-payers and people who have no insurance to the ones that have and have done all these tests and have the ability to have these, you know, these um, different diagnostic exams, you know, just to make sure, just checkups. Um, and then you go from the ones that have never had care for diabetes and need an amputation for over three years plus. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, so it's vivid. It's, it's, it's real. It's, it's real. real. It's raw. I call it rawness, you know? Um, and I love it because I see going into the healthcare field. It's almost like the Lord has gifted me with the ability to be able to see, um, the patient holistically. Um, but the problem is, um, I'm still trying to assess what to do with this, right? Because you're handed a holistic human being. Um, so, so there is no one situation. What's the underlining cause of this situation? Um, and what we're seeing is, um, in the medicine, we're seeing a community, um, some more than others, but we are seeing a community which is about lot, they're there to, to maintain the disease, not to cure the disease or to research and find out why is this disease occurring? Mm-hmm. How can we work to prevent this flare up or something from occurring? So, yeah, so um, so that's what I'm experiencing at this moment. Um, mature enough to understand it much better than me, you know. So here you have the gaps. So you have now a responsibility to collaborate and do what? You get, you got to address some of these, um, disparities. You're going to work. You're going to work with others and definitely you're going to identify the, some of the needs there. Absolutely. Needs. And then you're going to, um, try to plug some of these. You might be able to do a study there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, because I'm that's, so. That's, that's going to come in the preventative med area as opposed to the, you know, curing. So it's important. And I'm happy you have that passion too, you know. So what would you, have you had any like new nurses in that capacity? Or what would you say to some of these nurses who are, you know, it's not like many years ago when you had a nurse, a a junior nurse would come and be placed just on med surge or so. You have nurses going as soon as they're graduated, they're ready to go into different areas. What would you say from your perspective? What, what, what words of encouragement, what would you really tell them? Don't let yourself be led by what you see. Um, because you will see a lot. Um, you will be exposed to different sorts of providers, practitioners, to different teams, um, because you work as a team. Once you decide and you make the decision to go into nursing, it is teamwork. If you want a great quality outcome for that patient. Um, so, you know, don't, you know, be yourself. Um, I remember, uh, when I had an experience and, um, and I graduated as a nurse and I was put in a nursing home. Um, that was a job, you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't, you don't need experience. Just come on and join us. We'll train you. And, um, and the things that I saw were beyond me. Um, things that I, you know, it it almost frustrated me. It almost, I'm not going to say traumatized. That's a tough word to use, but it almost like, it affected me so much, but it also allowed me to grow and know what not to do um, in the future. So you learn from these experiences. I would tell a nurse, expose yourself to everything because you're going to, you know, you're going to find out what area kind of passion, you know, is, right? Yeah, yeah, you're going to know, you know, but don't limit yourself. I see some nurses and you ask them and they, I've been in the hospital for 15 years and I say, no, explore. That's just my way, you know, explore because there's so many different areas and so many ways to touch patients. It's not only direct patient care, you know, there are many, you know, sometimes, you know, and, and there's a huge gap right now with the mental, mental health, mental illness, Mm -hmm. um, lots of, and, and it's, and it's coming out and it's spreading like wildfire. So you also have to intune yourself, love yourself first, understand yourself, understand for yourself what you need in order to be better and stronger. So then you can pour out and give 
to the people that are expecting you to give with open arms and wanting you, you know, to come to them. So yeah, my, 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 um, I love the fact that I wasn't uh, timid in that area. You know, I was very like, well, you know, that's, that's, that's really great. But what do you think are some of the factors that are influences mental illness? What are some of the factors you think are the contributory factors? Um, I think growing up, um, kind of uh, talking to patients, I think um, some of the factors are socioeconomic status, um, you know, that that kind of they, they impact um, someone's mental status, um, the ability to be able to have the right foods. If you want to go into like nutrition, um, the ability to have access to proper health care, to do yearly exams, to do, um, you know, it's just. It's almost like there, there's if there's been no care or the person doesn't understand what can be detrimental to their health, you're all you're, you're just letting the world kind of take you and and give you and feed you whatever the world feels is good. You know, the lack of education from a health, you know, from a health standpoint. Um, so from that comes a lot of different ailments um, from exposures to trauma, you know, um, from exposures to um, abuse. Right. It's a taboo. You know, oh, you know, uh, that's, some, you know, we tend to minimize um, different situations in someone's life. We don't face it because a lot of people, you know, once you face it, it's that Pandora box. Everything comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, so so these are the factors. I think there's a lot of taboos that and things and ra- we need to be more raw. I call it rawness. You know, if I ever had a show, it would be let's be raw, you know, um, and let's just let's talk about you, those I, things. I see you on one of them. I see you doing a podcast. I see you doing because you're one of those individuals who is real and you want to see others be helped. You know, um, so when we think of the individuals who are out there, some nurses, new ner- nurses, they're coming on board. But, you know, the um, baby boomers like myself, we're actually and passing on the baton to you guys, right? So what would you, you say? Great, do you think there's a shortage or how you, what do you think about the shortage or the impending shortage right now, that's in your area? What do you think? Yeah, I think shortage wise, um, I would say, I would say more burnt out. We're experiencing more burnt out syndromes with the nurses. Um, I, I see it even at my, in my line of work. Um, you know, it, it's a lot of burnout, um, more than anything. Shortage, yes, but I feel that now more and more nurses are going to, you know, they're becoming more and more, um, they're doing the traveling nursing, you know, oh, now right. they're- You've hit it, you've hit it, you've hit it right there. They're doing the traveling nursing. They're like, why, why am I going to, what has this, what has this hospital, been? like, I feel burnt out, I want to change. And this is what we're experiencing. Now it's an era of nurses changing, booming on podcasts. You know, I want to do this. They're tapping into those passions. You know, I always say underneath the scrubs, you know, um, who are you underneath the scrub? Like, you know, who, who is that person? You know, what do you enjoy? What do you want to do? Like, and this is my thing. Just because you're a nurse doesn't put a label that that's where it ends. When you're a nurse, you're a nurse in everything you do. So whether you do something entrepreneurially, whether you decide to do something, you're always going to carry that caring factor is always going to go into that. So it doesn't leave you, you know, it's with you, it sticks with you. And, um, you know, and this is something, but we have to believe it. We have to like, you know, and not fall into this. I see this all the time. I, I'll ask, I have um family members and they work in the hospitals. They're young ladies and they're nurses and they work in the hospital. And I'll, you know, we'll have that conversation. They're just like, ah, oh, you know, 
I, three days a week, 12 hour shifts, you know, it's good. I got vacation time, but now we're seeing a shift where it's like, Hmm, I'm going to go travel. Now different passions are being tapped into. Now we have coaching. Now we have life coaching that is being looked into now, you know, it's a whole different dimension. Now it's like, it's almost like that modernized nurse that's coming into play. Um, so that's what I'm seeing more than anything. Um, even when I go into clinicals and I ask the doctors, how many years have you been doing this for? You know, and it's like, oh, you know, 30 years. And I look and I think to myself, is this where I see myself 30 years writing prescript, like, you know, pushing prescriptions, like, you know, here you go, you know, I'll see you in a week or the follow-ups and things of that nature. So, you know, it, but, but it's good. It's all good. And this is what I'm saying. Even though you're spooked out when you experience some sort of, uh, whether it's at a job or some sort of different situation, it's okay. It's not, not okay. If it makes any sense, Mm -hmm. you know? Learn from it, learn from what you won't do. And from, I don't see myself doing that and love it. Love the fact that you don't see yourself doing that. You know, love the fact that you're thinking outside the box and you're saying, Hmm, I'm thinking about having my own life coaching, um, you know, uh, business. See, thanks for saying that because, you know, um, back in the days you would have seen many nurses. Um, they would have been at the bedside for, all their life, all the all the nursing time, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, now you would see, even for example, you would have um, junior nurses going in critical areas, critical in the ICU or in the yeah. NICU or in labor and delivery or postpartum or and the renal units. Mm-hmm. Back in the days, basically the nurse would be there for a while in the med surge. No, every one they're finding a ditch in a short time, and they go. They will tell you, "I'm going travel nursing," because what? It pays more. It and does. Other reason they want to travel, they want to explore. It's they're not static at all. No. And no. you know, I went to a, a seminar in um in um Phoenix, I think two years ago or three years okay. ago, and uh, it was we were in a in one of the con in one of the sessions, and I remember someone saying that. It's expected that a, a young and millennial will stay in an area. We'll have like 12 different um, changes within their wow. span of work. Wow. Wow. And that's they're huge. Not, they're not going to stay and be, say, so loyal to the place or the organization right. when they have their personal um, needs or their personal interests. They're not going to do that. They're not, they're not, they're not. They're looking for the benefit of being able to travel to Florida and stay in the hospital and then say, you know what? Hey, I don't want to work for a month or two. I'm going to go elsewhere. Freedom, some freedom. Freedom, freedom. You don't want to break this chain of someone telling you when you're going to go on vacation and when you're not. Let's be wrong, you know? We do this because we care. That's number one. There has to be a passion because you will not survive if you don't have that passion. That's number one. You know, you'll find some trouble along the way if you're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. However, if you are, right, once we get past that, you're looking for freedom. You're looking to say, why are you, you know, I can't go on vacation this day. Or, you know, we're looking for more quality of life, you yes. know, um, yes. for ourselves, for our loved ones, for our family. We're thinking, why are we, you know, if I were to take as hard as I work for a certain company and apply it to my own, let me tell you, it'll be a different story, you know. Um, so, you know, tapping into one's self-love is very important because that's where you get the motivation. You're like, wait a second. It's good to have a goal and a plan, 
but always tap into those desires that are there that are, you know, Hey, I can see myself doing nursing, but what if I provide this sort of service, you know, because I feel that I'm really good at that. In addition to that, just think of the shift in the mindset because over the years it used to be this way, but with technology, what has technology done to nursing? A whole ca- what has technology done? It's you can assess, you can do telehealth. I mean, the the list is amazing. You can do coaching. You can access people around the world that you would never have access to. Um, you can you can do. I mean, I'm I'm part of this whole technology where I was like, you know, to do my nurse practitioner, I'm doing an online course. Um, of course, now you have the clinical component that they need towards the end, but I did half of it all online, you know, where you can study at your own pace and people are looking for this flexibility. We have other responsibilities. We have families to tend to. So being able to have these opportunities, you know, they do say, you know, yes, the internet is very scary. It's a whole nother world. It is, you know, um, I'm a big advocate for that. You need to be careful with what your kids watch, et cetera. Right. right. But, but, you know, you have the other part of it, which it can escalate you in your career. You know, you thank can, God, you know, thank God. God. Yeah, yeah, because I can't picture myself being in a classroom setting, you know, with all the responsibilities as a, you know, as a mom, you know, that I have. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole dynamic. It's a whole nother world, you know, that the, the opportunity. It's great. I, I, as we're coming down to the close of our interview, I'm just thinking of, Though the days when we had paper, you know, the progress oh, notes, and you would have written. Look at the changes that have occurred now. Um, I remember the days when individuals would say, are you doing online course? Or it's not as valuable or it doesn't have that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you remember those days? Yeah. Uh, the but even, but it has soared. Yes, yes. But it's surprising because even now you will get it. Like even now doing my nurse practitioner, people say, what school? Online. And I'm telling myself, yeah, it's even harder because you have to have this responsibility to do your time management. You don't have a teacher that's going to be waiting for you there to get to class. Exactly. So you better make sure that you have those, you know, that you have those uh, qualities, you know, of of managing your time and knowing what you're going to put into it. And, you know, things are reviewed. Tests are still timed. You know, they're not giving you the opportunity. You know, there's no cutting corners, you know. No cutting corners. There's no No cutting corners. No, you get it. Yeah, yeah. But people will look at it and say, you know, wow, you know. uh, Those papers, you have those papers to write. You have to make your responses and all of that. You have, and you have to be disciplined. And let me tell you, Super. I've gone through, <laughs> I've gone through a process, um, a few years now, not very long, but I remember when I was doing my DNP and I said, Oh my father, that it took so much time and effort. And when you're doing all of that, plus you're going, you have to work, you know, Full time. yeah, just amazing. So although you might have reached where you are, if one should ask you, and that's why it seems so important for us to give a little background, to know that you haven't reached where you are by yourself. Someone, someone help. It's not a... It takes a team. It takes, it takes a, team. a team for you it to accomplish, right? And it takes being humble. You have to have a certain level of humility exactly. um, to be able to ask for that help. Yes. Um, you reach out to a community, you know, you call people, hey, 
I'm going to need you. You know, I have someone right now that's living with me, you know, um, because I reached out, but I made that call. I said, I need the help, you know, yes, um, help is needed. It's, help it's needed. needed. But, but once again, we go back to the taboo. If you need help, that means that you're either not good enough at something that you're doing, right? The, the mindset, you it's know, a different mindset. It's a, it's a different mindset. It's a different you need mindset. help. You're going to ask for help. That's right. That's right. And and it should be that way. Absolutely. You know, yesterday I was at a school and um, I I actually, in the process of the delivery of the information, I actually explained to the young, these are high school students. And I actually spoke to them uh, after I talked to them about, you know, transitioning to nursing or whatever career as, because at this time, their mind their mind going all over because it's a transition, right? Of course. And so here it is. I was trying to let them know because someone might say, they see a nurse and they say, oh, they're wondering if the nurse is a doctor. The nurse might say, okay, there are different type of doctors, right? What you have to remember, the medical doctor is different, but that the medical, that most people know that, that the medical doctor, that's who they call the doctor. However, you have to remember and let them inform, let the, let the world know, not just your local people, but they know they're different, your terminal degrees. And therefore, for example, you have doctoral um, um, areas in physical therapies, in pharmacies, in nursing. Absolutely. You know, and different um, careers. So for the PhD, that's the person who does the research, the scientific research. Right. And that information, which is evidence based that you, the clinical nurse for the clinical practitioner for yourself, myself, um, a DNP, doctor of nursing practice. That's the clinical aspect of it. At the same time, we collaborate for that patient to get the highest care. Absolutely. Absolutely. We go back to the teamwork. For the world to be aware. Yes, you do have a doctor of nursing. You do have a doctor in education. You do have a PhD, a doctor of philosophy. You have the doctor's DNS. So it's so important. So as we grow, we educate. Remember, there was some, I think it was 1934 when we had the first PhD um, nurse. So in the 2004, that's when the DNP evolved. Because the um the um Institute of Medicine they realized that the the the, the healthcare needed more help right. to, for the patients to get the quality care. And you, as a DNP, for example, you might be in the clinical area, and you will see you work alongside the, the needs, the clinical nurses, and the the interprofessional team. And so you see where the needs are, you collaborate. Not one, not one discipline is doing all the work. We all work together. Absolutely. It's important because you're going to advocate for the, for that patient. You're going to make sure that the needs are met. You're going to mm-hmm. study some of the, you're going to see the situation, the real situation. Yes. Yes. You know, the real, the sick, real situation. The real and sick. where are the gaps? How are we yes. going to address them, study them, and make and improve and resolve some of those problems? Yes, yes. And it's interesting because I work, for example, I work with a doctor, and he's not only a doctor, but he's an infectious disease specialist. Wow. So so it's very interesting to see. And then I work with an MD, right, with no right. specialty. Yes. So it's very interesting to see the way they practice and the way it all comes together. Exactly. But the way also that more education and the more you push yourself, the quality of the service that you're providing 
how has it improved. Has improved. improved. Has improved because you go from someone that, you know, is just, you know, that's an MD, a medical doctor, and then someone that's going a little bit further into the infectious side and of it. Not a specialty because you yeah. have another one with the orthopedics. You have another one with the eye. So your specialty and you are doing your DNP, you're going to see a different, you're doing your NP, you're going to be doing prescription, you're going to see different type of patients, and it all come together as a team. It does, it does, and I have one of the doctors that I'm with, he used to work for a royal family, and I said to him, what brings you from working with a royal family to working in a such a low income, when I say low income, I mean like the sickest of the sick, and um, and he said to me, you know what, they didn't really need me, They, they this population needs me, and I said, well, can you explain that a little bit further? He says, I'll give you an example. This population, they had a sprain and they needed a medical doctor. These people have cardiovascular diseases that they haven't known that they have strokes, heart attacks. And, you know, so he was, he was just showing me like such a disparity in the sense of where you are needed, where you're going to be placed. That decision, you start thinking about that, you know, your exposure. The more you're exposed, the more you start thinking, where do I fit in? But don't, you know, I think the young population, that's a big question, right? Especially high school. You're like, what am I going to do with my life? Where am I going to fit in? What what am I going to do? You know, what are my passions? I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, but it's okay to be there. It's okay to not know what you're going to do. It's okay. And once you tell yourself it's okay, you start exploring different areas. Let me sign up for this. Let me tap into this, you know, and you start listening and you start Oh, this is grabbing my attention much more because we all have that area that kind of pulls us more, you know, whether it's direct care or whatever. But, you know, but we have to be okay with knowing where we are is okay because of our experience. And move forward. And And I tell you, at the school yesterday, I I was able to ask who would like to do, who would be, you know, um, want to be nurses when they grow up or or the the transition because it's a high school. Yes. I think well, the teacher said about seven, I was um, giving a, a talk to, I think one set was 25, the other was like um, 15, you know, and yeah. it was just interesting to know that I gave them a little, a little bit here and there of what nursing is all about, you know, yes. one of them asked me about about the, the tuition, the um, what do you say now? The oh, the the loan reimbursement. The loan. They were asking about that too, you know. And they said when I asked them, "What's challenging you?" Right? They talk about the COVID. They yeah. talk about there. So we huge. have to address all of that in order to be effective. We have to see our needs and work on our needs, work first. on ourselves first. first. For inward, external, yes. Love yourself. Learn how to love yourself. Let's figure out why you're not loving yourself. If you're not loving yourself, it's okay, but let's figure out why. And this is where it starts. Once it starts here, then you can give outward. You can give, you give outwardly. You can but give you have to start from within. You know, but, but many times we work a little bit backwards. You know, we want to, my pure example that I gave from the beginning, I was like, oh, I can do this. Uh, and I had so much other things going on emotionally and internally. And I said, and it just brought me to that point where it showed me, it took the mask off that I had and it said, look, this is who you are. You know, you're broken down. You need to love yourself, learn to love yourself. So I had to do that through lots of, you know, I, I had to find that pardon in my heart, that forgiveness from my father. I had to dig deep. You know, many times we think career, career, 
but it starts right here. So when you can tap into there, then everything else starts evolving. When you forgive, when you learn how to forgive, that's a process in itself, you know, learning how to do that. That's Um, that's a big one. That's that's a a big big one. one. That's Mm -hmm. a big one. So we can't jump that forgiveness part and then think, oh, we're going to have this amazing career. Guess what? It's going to come back. Healing has to take place first. So as we come to the end, um, just about the end, I know that my core, my, um, my goal is to interview, of course, this, this empowering um, new nurses show. And I'm passionate yes. about it. Oh, and you get to go it. on YouTube at Miriam Amanda Smith, Dr. Miriam Amanda Smith. On um, Instagram, you know, you'll go at Podcast Mirror and Spotify and Apple Miriam Smith. So I wish you can tell your friends, you just go on and you'll see different episodes with this same little. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Right? yeah and, it's, um, it's, it's exciting that, you know, many young nurses, especially during the COVID time, they were, I mean, I was an educator at the time there, seeing nurses, they just didn't get certain experience because of all that was happening. So, you know, that fear and that anxiety and that just made them feel not comfortable. Of course. So I think in this, doing this for them, little short little episodes and in the future, we can go deeper. Um, will be. I hope so. so. I hope that we can bring nurses on and we can get those questions answered. And yes. I think that, nice. I think we need to open those cans of worms. I think we're I coming see you on. one of those coming on again. I know I look forward to see you coming on again. Thank you. And thank it you. It was indeed a I'm pleasure humbled. to have you. And I wish you all the best in your career as thank you, you so pursue much. further in it. Thank you so much. I'm excited. And, you know, if anything, um, you know, I hope to be able to give and to, and to, and, and let people know it's okay wherever you are right now, you know, it's okay. It's going to be okay. You know, give yourself time, accept yourself how you are and how you feel at that moment. And, um, and I look forward to working with a huge community, um, asking, having questions being asked. I'm telling Um, you, we have the podcast, um, course, courses that I'm in right now. And for further information, you will, uh, you can contact me because my, 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 um, my mentor right now is Jonathan. You can look him up on the internet. Um, Jonathan Jones, um, podcast. So that's, that's, um, amazing. This family is so great. The community is outstanding. I'm saying, wow, these people are so loving. And that's what we need in these stressful times, you know? We do. We do. We do. We need to break those chains, you know, um, um, cross those barriers, you know, of the insecurities. It's okay to feel that way, you know? It's not your fault, you know? Um, And understanding that, but really realizing that. um, We have a lot of that out there. Yes. 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 So, so let's do good things. And then I'm without any further ado, I just want to tell you that I appreciate your coming to the empowering new nurses show. And I think you're going to be taking on somebody with you next time. Maybe we'll have more than two persons being interviewed at the same time. And just, you know, interacting and sharing it would be great to have you know nurses just kind of tell us how they feel you know Um, what's been going on what's going through your mind you know what do you feel at this moment you know let's get through that let's talk about it you know 
raw, raw. Let's get raw, you know, and that's my yeah, thing. Real, that's real. Right. So <laughs> we have, we gonna within the program, we need to have some older nurses, our senior nurses season, and we have some young ones and some middle, within the middle part of that. So it's really going good so far. So you can encourage them to look on Empower New Nurses by Marine, Dr. Miriam Smith on youtube and you can subscribe and we keep going i I am there episodes and mindset so it's just a little bit a little bit for now but definitely we'll be getting more i'm excited a book will be coming out in the future yes so ebook so we will and we're going to encourage you to just keep growing Absolutely, and absolutely. But we need to let's build that on. community. You know, let's build that community that we can it's that place to go to and this is a new up. this is a new era. Yes. Digital yes. era. And yes. we have to let it we have to adjust let's to it. Let it out. Let it out. Let's because let it out. This is the Whatever way. Is. We're not going backward, we're going forward. Forward. And it's Amen. a digital world. Amen. 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 All the best and thanks and thank you. Thank you. Always thank welcome you. on thank Empowering you so New Nurses. Thank you. Empowering nurses. A pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. God bless. bless. God bless. Stay blessed. Okay.